All right. So we have Dark. We have Michael from Dark Funeral on the line with us. Michael, how's it going, man? Yeah, it's all right. Thank you. So uh, I was just listening to the new album, and I got to tell you, man, this fucking thing is insane, dude. We are the apocalypse. Tell us about it, man. Well, uh, I don't know where to start, but uh, yeah, it's the new record uh, that we've been working on for a couple of years, and uh, include nine tracks. And uh, it's like we we managed to push. Uh, push all aspects from uh, of our music yeah. you know a couple of steps uh, ahead this time and uh, I feel just really good about it yeah yeah the sound quality is amazing on this uh, can can you tell us about the recording process did you guys do anything different with this one in the studio uh, as opposed to the older records yeah uh, we tried to we tried to you know record a little bit more old school but still uh, try to make it sound bigger uh so one thing we did was uh we didn't use any triggers or or uh, or stuff like that and, and one thing that really gave this big depth within the sound i guess uh was that we used lots of room mics for all the instruments uh so so the uh, yeah, so like the sound picture just become more more bigger. Uh, there was a few a few new things that we did this time. That makes sense. That that's uh, yeah, because I was thinking that it sounds very organic and it sounds uh, it almost sounds kind of live, but not. Yeah, we we kind of wanted to to go a little bit more in uh, in that you know real raw feeling, but still. Uh, still you know have a you know modern production mm-hmm. if you will yeah. uh, you know c- kind of try to find a new balance with uh, not use too much uh, technologies and stuff like that <laughs> right um as far as the uh i mean the, now this album is very atmospheric as, as i mean as you guys always are but uh as far as some of the some of the songs on this one can you tell us uh anything about like some of the themes and things like that uh well maybe one uh, a little bit different theme is is the the tribute song uh, we wrote for nosferatu uh and that seems to be one of the favorite songs you know when people mention some songs that that's one of the songs that seems to pop up 80 percent of the times and uh yeah, you know, that song got, got a little bit different feel also. Uh, I don't know, it's just something special with it. I can't really pinpoint what it is, but, but it was an interesting topic to, to approach. You know, Nosferatu, the original movie, turns 100 years this year. So, uh, yeah, so we stopped planning when we wrote that song uh, last year. We stopped planning for, uh, you know, giving it the proper tribute uh, and also a kind of tribute to the horror genre that also turns 100 years uh, this year. It was a little bit different uh, approach for for theme and, and songwriting for that song. But it seems to, you know, it seems to have succeeded pretty well with that. Yeah, I, 
That's funny that you say that because that is that when I was listening to the record, that's one of the songs that stuck out to me as well. Um, another one that stuck out to me is "When I'm Gone." Uh, whenever, yeah, that, <laughs> when that yeah, song, that, that's the two songs that uh, seems to be. That man, and then you hear some, then you hear some people who really hate those songs and love the rest. So, <laughs> but uh, uh, but but it feels like uh, eighty ninety percent of the people. Uh, uh, who mentioned one or two songs, uh, Nosferatu and When I'm Gone, which are two totally different songs, but those two seems to be be the most popular, I guess. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, the whole record's amazing, but I mean, whenever that song When I'm Gone came on and I was listening to it, at the beginning, I almost thought it was going to turn into like a ballad sort of thing because it's it does have a melodic intro, and then, but it, it's so heavy, man. And then the storytelling of it, it's just, it's amazing. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's quite heavy, heavy topic in that, uh, that song. But uh, yeah, I think Heliamari did a really good job with with the lyric for, for that song. Yeah, definitely, man. And then uh, Beyond the Grave right after that. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but, but it's, it's always uh, great to hear, uh, you know, feedback on the songs. How, how, you know, people seem to have, I, I don't know if it's with the time. I mean, the general response has been really amazing, uh, and I'm really happy for that. But, you know, it's, it's always, you know, I, I see it with, with everything else going on, you know. Mm-hmm. It's so much, you know, it, it's like everything is black and white. Yeah. Uh, and I've, I see that with, with some of the response too. It's not like it's okay. I mean, I find that really, you know, to be a, that you're in a really good position when it is like that, because then you kind of raise the raise the thought or, or something, you know, you know, you, you made an impact with the music one way or another. So it's a win-win anyway. But it's kind of weird that everything these days is like, you know. Either you praise it or you fucking hate it. It's not like ah, it's, it was all right, you know. It's, you know <laughs> uh, I don't know what's wrong with people these days, but uh, but as I said, I mean, I, I find that uh, uh, you know, I feel uh, feel that that's a good position to be in. That, that, you know. Yeah, you're right. You know, I, I honestly I haven't really thought about it that much, but. Now that you make a point of it, it is. It does seem like that. People are like that nowadays. You know, it's just it's one extreme or the other. It's not. There's no in between, hardly ever. No, it's 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 really strange, and I can't really. I mean, I, maybe it's a generation thing or whatever, or people just have a really low self-esteem these days, or it's got to be something. <laughs> I don't know, but but it's like that with everything, and. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, we're a controversial band, so whatever we do, we're always going to get, you know, positive feedback or, you know, negative feedback. So that's just, you know, our our world. But uh, when I saw, you know, some other bands, you know, the, the situation they got into when they released new records, I was like, ah, I wonder if it's going to be like like that with us too. And yeah, it's the same for, yeah, I mean, it seems to be the same for every fucking band these days. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's just sad because uh, we're still a big fucking metal family and, and we should, you know, try to protect uh, our scene, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And uh, of course, you you don't have to like everything, but you don't have to destroy the scene just with bad attitude and and stupid bullshit. I think. Right. So that, that's something I wish people, you know, thought about a little bit more. Otherwise, it, maybe it's just lots of people have got into this scene that shouldn't really be into this scene. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably probably a little bit of a uh, little bit of both of that. Um, yeah. So, well, let me ask you about the, uh, looking at the album cover, of course, the, this this uh, artwork is epic, as always, but uh, can you tell us about this one? Is there a story behind it? The artist? Or? Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's a little bit, uh, you know, uh, the artwork is a little bit, uh, you know, uh, what should I call it? Uh, last minute uh, uh, thing. Uh, of course, uh, there, there's there's connection, you know, uh, to the band and uh, and the theme of the band and everything. That's what uh, what happened, you know. Uh, already before the last record, we start uh, uh, working with Necrolord again, who, who did our "The Secrets of the Black Cards" album back in '96, and uh, you know, the two of us have talked over the years. Uh, before before the last record, like we should work together again sometime. And uh, before that record, Helium I came out with the with the idea that, dude, it's time. Uh, so the three of us start discussing, you know, uh, with the with the you know start with the secrets of the Black Ops album in mind and see what that cover had meant for for the band, the feeling, and uh, you know how it turn out to represent you know the, the, the artwork that we used uh, for the band and the world it came from and, and all those things then we start thinking how can we bring that that story the artwork you know there's all there's a story behind that artwork too now how can we bring that story you know with the band into the future uh, um, so that, that was how we start talking about things and then you know with shadows forever rain uh, artwork came up uh, uh, after that and and already when that record was released we started talking about this record uh, and uh, Necro have actually been involved in the you know with you know supplied him with the uh, demos uh, lyrics uh, and stuff during the writing process we can get into the world uh, that we, you know, that we're working, you know, that we are in at, at the moment. We could find a kind of feeling, feeling for the artwork. Uh, so he'd been working back and forth with with us, and uh, then we came to the deadline. The record label had a deadline. You know, the situation with pressing plants and vinyl pressings and all that. You know, you have to pre-order everything so much in advance. It's, it's just, you know, long waiting uh, list these days. And we had a strict deadline. We managed to push it maybe two weeks, but Nickelodeon still didn't manage to, to finish up the, the artwork. Uh, but then, fortunately, I had already, uh, Marcello has uh, been working on this artwork uh, with the, the same concept and ideas, uh, but not really, you know, pinpointed on the new record but still you know in the same family if you will uh 
so he managed to finish that uh, you know just wrap up that in a really short uh, notice uh, the artwork were almost ready uh, but he just made some fine tuning so it, it fit the last things for this record uh, so that's that's how everything came about for this record uh, the artwork but now when I've seen when I got home the vinyl and the seed and I see everything you know live mm-hmm. I was like man this this really gave the record a really good feeling you know yeah yeah that's 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 that, that's a crazy story how it all worked out but I mean it it definitely seems like it worked out for the for the good yeah I mean I always I I've been around in in this business for quite a long time so I know that it's always good to have a backup <laughs> uh, thing, you know, in hand that you can just, you know, when things, uh, you know, just doesn't go as, as planned. Uh, you have already know where to go, how, you know, to, to make a quick solution on whatever problem it is. And so I had that this time as well, because you never know. Oh, of course, Necrolord is an amazing uh, artist. So you know he's gonna deliver quality, but still, you you still have that thought. I mean, in, maybe you know the artwork comes and you just see no connection to the music whatsoever. What should you do? So so it's always good to have the backup uh, with two plans uh, moving along uh, simultaneously. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and and uh, for this this time, it uh, it was a good choice, and uh, so we, we could fix everything. And and I think you know, damn, I, I almost have, I felt like a fucking horrible person when I was pushing Marcelo so hard uh, the last couple of days. Like we need this and that <laughs> uh, ready by this time, you know. But it was not. My dad, it was the record label's dad, like so I was just a middle person. I had to, you know, tell him all this. Uh, but I was like, man, I'm so sorry for this. <laughs> it's like, but, but uh, yeah, and he was going on tour as well, you know, so he was kind of stressed about that. And I was like, okay, tell me, can you do it? He was like, yeah, I fixed it. And he, he just, you know, did an amazing job with so many different formats uh, of the record and. Yeah, I mean, he, he is an amazing guy. And deserves all the credit he can get. Not only for the artwork, but also for, for the fucking amazing job he did under so much pressure. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, speaking of plans, can you tell us uh, what kind of plans do you guys have in coming up? Uh, live tour dates, anything like that? Well, the... the- First thing we have in uh, like three weeks, uh, we're doing a massive album release show here in Stockholm. And uh, since we can't uh, really start touring right now, uh, we decided to, to live stream it. So people all, all over the world can join in on the live stream. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and just kind of celebrate the release of the new records. We are yeah, it's going to be a big, big show with lots of pyro and, you know, uh, we're planning lots of crazy stuff and we've naturally a fucking great set list. Uh, I had a meeting earlier today with a booking agency and uh, they were like, oh, do you have a press list, uh, set list? I was like, well, here's a preliminary set list though. And he was like, I'm impressed. I was like, good. <laughs> uh, so, uh, 
Yeah, I can't wait for, you know, finally get back on stage and get busy again. Uh, but this is obviously a special show with, uh, uh, you know, lots of uh, lots of other musicians from all kinds of different uh, bands from uh, around Sweden is coming to the show. And uh, yeah, and as I said, we're doing Pyro, we're bringing in lots of extra lights. So this is a big production for, for Dark Fiona. Uh, so I hope, uh, you know, as many as possible also join in with a live stream. Wow. Uh, and after that, uh, the festival summer is starting to fill up pretty good. Uh, and then we have uh, naturally some touring plans for, for the winter. Uh, nothing that is official yet or 100%. I think it's confirmed, uh, but it's not official yet. But, uh, but yeah, it's going to be lots of touring from... Uh, uh, from uh, autumn uh, to, I mean, the next couple of years. Uh, there's lots of pourings uh, uh, that we're talking about. So, yeah. Very cool. Soon we're back on the road again and then just bringing hell on stage with everybody. Very cool, man. Uh, you mentioned that you're going to have uh, members from other bands at the record release party. Uh, is, is there any names that you could? Uh, tell us now or is that top secret uh well uh, all the names are, are not confirmed but i uh, i got uh, confirmed today that the old basis from Bathory is coming uh frederick from Opeth, uh ted from amon amors uh well so i mean there's uh, there's lots of <laughs> Uh, and it's not only metal musicians, and uh, there are some Swedish actors too coming. And uh, yeah, it, it seems to be, you know, pretty, pretty cool uh, interest for the show. And uh, I think it's co- cool to you know that the interests have been so from such a wide uh, spectrum of, of uh, artists in Sweden. And we obviously there's a few weeks uh, left to, for everybody to, you know, speak out and see if they can come or not. Uh, but I think it's going to be a great night. Very cool. Uh, where can people go to find out more information about watching the stream of that? Uh, well, social media, our official website, uh, darkfuneral.se, uh, or just, you know, on the social media, there's... Uh, there's links uh, everywhere. Awesome. And uh, yeah, the easiest maybe if the people can find it on the social media, check the, the official website. Uh, all the info is there. So awesome. Yeah, and just fucking join us. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. I trust. Trust me. <laughs> Hell yeah! I can't wait to see it myself, man. Um. Like I guess I'm about out of questions for you. Is there anything else you want to let the let let your fans know? Uh, well, just uh, stay tuned for tour dates. Uh, more and more is uh, falling in place now when when the world is open up again, and uh, we have lots of things in in plans and lots of discussions. Uh, so I just hope we can start uh, making everything you know things uh, official. Uh, but it looks like uh, I felt today like 
damn, the schedule is going to be super busy in the next two years. And uh, that, that feels good because it's been kind of all fucking uh, draining the last two years. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. But it's been like that for everybody. But, you know, when you're always, you know, on a constant move, traveling every week, basically, and then everything just stops. Just, yeah, it's just been a weird, weird two years. Oh, and of yeah. course, that feeling you get from, from live shows, both as, as a, you know, in the audience and uh, on stage, is, is, I think, I guess that's something men are also missing. Oh yeah, there's nothing that compares to the energy that that happens at the live show between the the crowd and the band. Yeah, yeah it is amazing. All right, well, Michael, before I let you go, can I get you to make us a station tag? Yeah, sure. All right, whenever you're ready, say something like, "This is Dark Funeral," and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. Metal Devastation Radio. Uh, this is Lord Ottoman of Dark Funeral and you are listening to Metal Devastation Radio fuck yeah <laughs> alright man well thanks a lot for taking the time to talk to us today I really appreciate it uh, what yeah man thanks for your interest yeah of course man um, what I'll do is I'll, I'll do some edits on this I'll upload it to all the streaming platforms and send it over to the label and, and we'll post it everywhere uh, this weekend okay yeah sounds good alright man cheers we'll talk to you later come on yeah bye thanks